the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. I'm not the aforementioned Milton Glick. I'm Barry Bess. I uh, host the morning show over on our sister station, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, filling in for Milton, who is, and I think I remember this right, he's at a yodeling competition in Oxnard, California. Not the nice part of Oxnard, but near the onion fields in Oxnard. So that's why Milton's not here. Well, I, I I heard originally he wanted to go to Alabama, but the president said the hurricane was going there, so he, <laughs> he said, yeah, went so to California instead. He went said. to California instead. So, but we do have the guys that you actually want to talk to and hear from. Now, if you're looking at your radio or your mobile device or whatever, your computer, from left to right, Dr. Jerry Parsons, me. And then Dr. Calvin Finch. And all we need now is you. And that is the easiest thing to do. We've already got people lined up on the phones. So, um, yeah, grab a line now. 210-308-8867. Now, we are at Millburgers, 1604 and Balverde Road. And I was, uh, as I was coming here, if you come off of 281 going um, north, the 1604 exit they're working on. So you're gonna, if you're coming that way, you're going to kind of have to get around that a little bit. But the nursery is open until 6 o'clock tonight. We're here until 2, and we'll take your questions here live in person or on the phone. We're going to get to uh, Doug in just a minute. Um, but first, uh, Dr. Calvin, you were out and about in the medical center earlier today. Yeah, we had a, a program on uh, uh, winter vegetable gardening. And uh, we had uh, 20 hardy souls that uh, showed up there, and we had a great great program. They uh, had a lot of good questions, and, and of course, the one of the main topics was the heat and soil, you know, will the seeds respond when you put them in the soil, and how will, when can we plant onions, and when can, can we plant spinach? But uh, went fast and worked well. Now, they had another program here at Millburgers, I think, didn't they? Yeah. Today, uh, David. I think David Rodriguez had one. Yeah. But I haven't heard how it went. Uh-uh, I haven't heard. I know I know they've got a lot of... Oh, gosh, yeah, nice. Very good selection of uh, cold crops. Of, That's right. Uh, and those court... Winter vegetables. That's right. Yeah, I got my uh, a program this morning. I had a great audience. Got me all... Excited and stimulated, I went and bought <laughs> some of uh, some of the the vegetables for you know cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. Oh, Brussels I even got sprouts. some kale, 
I get kale every year, or I never eat it. But uh, <laughs> but I just started eating to, kale. You need to get some rabbits. They eat. well, I I'll, I'll eat kale with uh, if I can mix it with chard or uh, uh, country greens. Uh, what are they? The country beans. Country greens. Green, greens. What are the ones? Oh, that, mustard. Mustard or uh, oh, the the one that, that we usually have. Uh, not spinach. Not spinach. No, it's like it's in the cabbage family. It's related to kale too. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, you know, collards. I, collards. I go through this every time. I, I have this <laughs> mental block on collards. That's probably a good thing. Yes. I like I like collards. I I just started eating kale because I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier, and I just uh-huh. started eating kale maybe about two months ago. I actually like it. Really? I I was kind of like. What's this kale about? I said, my son said, why don't you try it, Dad, and see what you think. And I love it. Absolutely love well, it. Well, I like it in certain dishes. They can, they do a good job on some salads. Mm-hmm. I, I like it mixed with chard or with uh, collards. I uh, don't like it a straight. Of course, I like I like boiled greens no. rather than. Oh, no, really? My mom used to boil greens, and she just murdered them. Oh, I like no, it. No, 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 no. A little, little bit of bacon fat, a little uh, hot sauce in there. Uh, and then uh, butter on the plate. Mm. Uh, pretty. That's good. Why do we talk about food when we can't eat anything for the next two hours? What makes you think we can't eat anything? You, oh, I guess you I can't. Could. You're I in could. charge of the radio. No, I'll just let you guys go, like but, I always uh, do. Jerry, you know. <laughs> I'll just let you guys go. I'll go off and I'll go find something to eat and I'll come back in about 20 minutes, okay? That's why there's two of us, because mm-hmm. Jerry and I can just switch off if we need to. If there you go. Sh- shall we uh, start out... With Doug, who's oh, on yeah. hold. Yeah, yeah. Doug. Now he Holding believes his garden. Alters oh. and changes my letters. I'm sorry. Say that again, Doug. Oh, that was uh, Danielle Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google. And you open up her 1387 WordPress. She says I'm being isolated from my friends and neighbors in a forced marriage. Girls are targeted for marketing in high school. Get the message. There are instances when I struggle. She needs protection. I think this um, is a, this this is, is a gardening program. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that might have been somebody who was trying to get on the air. So um, Al took him off. So okay. thank you very much, Al. That was kind of like okay, that's the wrong program. So good, now, good job now. now go yeah, go we on. lose May- Melvin for five minutes and we get. Yeah. See, they 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 figured you know they can sneak one by the goalie in the old oh, hockey adage. No, so. I guess they maybe heard. Our voices and thought we mm-hmm. were, you know, it was just. So that was interesting. A great way to start the Milburgers <laughs> this morning. So now we now we have full open lines, 210-308-8867. Dr. Jerry, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. What, uh, what you got going on? Milton, Milton got corrected last week. Uh, last week's, uh, oh, our, Milton got our, corrected? Our uh, news, our, uh, let's see, what do they call the people that, Watch the uh, wa- listen to the radio uh, for fact finders. Oh, you know, really? Make sure oh, they're oh, right. Oh, oh, yeah. And uh, our uh, crack reporter up uh, up in Austin, Dennis, uh, wrote Milton. To, I think Milton had said something about the theme, the song that they were playing was uh, by uh, uh, it was Delta Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Milton Milton said it was Helen Reddy. Reddy. And uh, <laughs> no, not Helen Reddy. That. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, Death of Dawn was a song written by, uh, it, it, it was sung by Tanya Tucker and right. a number one hit for Helen Reddick. But did they? I guess we. I guess we played the Tanya Tucker version. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you guys? Either of you guys? Uh, maybe we shouldn't get into this, but did either of you guys watch those uh, the country western music uh, shows uh, by Burns on uh, on KLRN on the public TV this last week? No. Oh, a spectacular three at least three nights of it. It made me want to get out my old Johnny Cash records, and uh, it was uh, it was just an amazing story. And of course, the music was wonderful. Yeah. But uh, that's that's probably consistent with that uh, uh, news. Those uh, TV shows too. But anyway, uh, Dennis is watching Milton. I mean, every he better not make a mistake. Same yeah. with you. Yeah, well, I, I, you know what? But I'm going to say right now, I probably will make a mistake <laughs> because I'm not a very smart man when it comes to gardening. That's why I come here every you know couple of months to oh, get advice okay. from you guys. And then I, I see I can't. I live in an apartment complex with like zero light, zero natural light. I got I got a, a big bush in front of one window and a big tree in front of the other. So I can't do anything. And it's like, so I just I just enjoy my neighbors and, and what they can do. You can grow herbs or mint. I don't like mint. Uh, well, That's don't the grow problem. Mint. I don't like, well, then what else am I going to grow? I need something that I can grow in, like, the dark. But you know that that is a, uh, it's a situation that a lot of people that uh, listen to gardening or are interested in gardening are faced with. Uh, you yeah. know, like half half the audience of a gardening show are people that are going to garden eventually. They mm-hmm. or they're when I retire, I'll have time, or I'll or I'll be you know when we remove these trees, we'll have time. Yeah. But see, I don't I don't do instructions very well. Like in electronics, I don't even read the instructions. I can do it with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So I got a, a one of those. What do they call little bonsai trees? Or something like that one time, and I said, "Just put an ice cube in it in the morning, and you'll be fine." Well, I did that every day. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. So that's my gardening. So that's you why killed I, it, huh? I killed it, and then it was a very brutal. Oh, I'm sorry. So I so yeah I I and then I had I even the cactus died on me. <laughs> How do you kill a cactus? Overwaters. That's that's me. That's what you did. Well, and that's, uh, I guess that's uh, appropriate for a intern to Milton. Yeah. Right. On the gardening well, well, show, yeah. Uh, Milton underwater, <laughs> or don't, doesn't water. Or, so, yeah, uh, we go. You can kill them both ways. Yeah, and I did. We so. swear that we can We uh, give Milton some plants, and then three weeks later we get near his car and we hear this whimpering. And the poor plant is still in the, uh. in the trunk. <laughs> let me out. Let me out. And he don't, goes, don't give me to Milton. Don't and he goes, give me to Milton. And, and he'll go to you because I've, I've heard him on the air go, oh, yeah, it's going good. It's looking really good. It's uh. growing and stuff like that. And I'm going, yeah, sure, I know you a little too well, Milton. <laughs> and, yes, we can pick on Milton all weekend because he ain't going to be here. All right. 210-308-8867. Get on the phones right now. Or you're down here at the nursery. Got a good um, crowd down here. Yeah, today. got a good crowd. Come on by, and you can ask your question on the air. We're kind of in the back on the porch. Millburgers, of course, 1604 and Bull Verde Road. And get your green greens uh, uh, 
Your no, collard no, greens no and spinach, your tail. No spinach today. Oh, you yeah, want to bet? Is there? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> they're not. They're very small. Did you look seedlings. at uh, spinach? Yeah. Did you look at the label to see what kind they no, were? No, I didn't. Labeled? I didn't. I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> uh, but there's uh, three, at least three different kinds of kale. Yeah. Well, that one thing about kale, their plants are very attractive too. So, the nutritional vegetable and oh, look yeah. really nice in containers. I see somebody you walking up the steps over this way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I see Trace coming. He may be going to the bathroom. He may not be coming to see you. <laughs> well, true. Because you notice that you're here instead of. Yeah, he just kind of turned away. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that fill-in guy? Calvin's got a nice, beautiful pictures. Yeah, they're really doing you good with the color pictures in the paper. No more black and white pictures? Yeah. And uh, Kevin got an article on Save Water and Butterflies. And he talks about the sauce coupons uh, that are available now. They just become, They just came available. Yeah, now a couple of weeks, three weeks now, I think. Yeah. And you got until uh, October 15th. To apply for them. Oh, okay. And then you got till November 17th to take advantage of the uh, money they give you as, as okay. applying. And uh, and then you can also get the a mulch, a yeah. subsidy, a $50 subsidy for mulch. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a great the, coupon. It says uh, the only thing magic about the 200 square feet is that it... Is the it is the amount of lawn that you must convert to a more efficient situation to receive a hunt the hundred dollar coupon for plants from participating nurseries. Yeah, we tried to relate it. Of course, you don't have to do it. You don't have to make a butterfly hummingbird garden, but we related uh, that coupon program to a butterfly hummingbird garden because yeah. so many of the plants. Fit. And then the, the Millburgers has a great uh, example of a certified butterfly garden here. Uh, plus, then they've got the, all the plant. well, most of the plants that are on the list, the 100 plants on the list, they've got them situated so you can take a look at all of them and choose from them if you want to in, in, here on the grounds. Well, we do have a caller, and I'm Pretty no. sure th- I'm pretty sure this one's legit. <laughs> Aaron's on the phone, and Aaron has a question about roses. Aaron, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you today? Sir, I'm doing very good. I appreciate you having me on. I got some roses probably, I don't know, three or four months ago, and I had a, um, a piece of uh, land right by the house that wasn't uh, as aesthetically pleasing as I like. So I got some roses from y'all and enjoyed them, and I got uh, two species of roses, one red and one white. But now uh, the white roses, um, and, and it, they're getting this brown kind of a kind of a tint to the edges of the of the leaves, or I'm sorry, the, the petals. Um, and it kind of looks like the plant is stressed because it lo- it'll start dropping off the actual uh, the buds. And I don't know if that's yeah, due to uh, sun exposure, or that's a chemical, or a fungus, or what we got going on. That's a, that's a thrip. Uh, white, the white roses are natural attractors of, of thrips. They're, they're little insects, small insects. Yeah, 
Yes, sir. And, and uh, of course, the brown could be uh, due to the hot weather. Excessive hot weather. What, what, do you know what varieties they are? Or what I knew you were going to ask me that. Uh, one of them is, uh, the, I'm, I'm a veteran myself, so it's a, it's a Veterans Memorial or Veteran something, the red. The white is moon something. Okay, okay that, they're hybrid teas, right? In other words. Oh, yes, uh, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. How are you watering them? Um, I hand water them uh, about every other day. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're young plants, two months old, so water them right yes, at the base. Yeah, that's a, that, that's the key right, there. Right. You don't want that uh, root ball to dry out at all. Right. No, but no, no. The, yeah, they, they've, they've been there for a while, and yeah, I water them real good. And, uh, and the leaves yeah, look I, good. I, yes, sir, the leaves the leaf? look good. Now, I did, ha- I, I did have a couple of issues. Um, it looks like I got uh, crickets or something or kind of eating at the leaves a little bit. Uh, but I, I've, I've got some cricket spray for that. Try to keep them off of that. But I, they used to look real nice. The red is, are doing fine. Um, I think that just needs a little bit more shade when the, as the season gets later. Well, the, the house will solve some of that problem. But uh, white is just that, that that brown tint to the leaves I mean, to the uh, to the petals. And uh, I think uh, I think that that does not like a fruit problem, like you said. Yeah, that's a, a, a probably a thrip problem or a hot sun problem. Okay. Well, I can't cure the hot sun. How do I do the thrip problem? <laughs> <laughs> Just any any type, any insecticide will take care of it. They, they've got a uh, they got a rose defense. Is that no more rose defense? <laughs> Tracy shaking his head. No. Uh, I'm gonna say any. Do you have seven or do you have Malathion or? Oh, well, I'm any, headed to, to to the place now, so I can get whatever you tell me. Uh, so, uh, any, any insecticide will, will take care spinosad, of. Spinosad. What is one okay. with spinosad in it? No. Captain Jack. Captain Jack is one here at Millburgers that'll do the job too. It's in, and okay. it's got spinosad as the active ingredient, which is a an organic. Seems to be pretty effective for yeah. thrips. Yeah. We do have a spinosad okay. soap as well. Does that work for thrips? Uh, well, spinosad and soap, so it would work both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's rel- a relatively new gardener, so I mean, he might. Break up, break all the uh, uh, open blooms off. Remove all the okay. open blooms and sp- start spraying the buds uh, before they open uh, about every... Uh, Three or four days. Okay. But but don't okay. just like Jerry mentioned though. But don't. This is a this is potentially a two cause issue. A lot of us sure. that are growing roses out there are just not seeing good bud action or flower action because of this ninety five degree heat. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it cools down, we'll get the we'll get that fall yeah. bloom. Yeah. Fulfill okay. the promise of the blooms. That yes, veteran, uh, that veteran's rose is red, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so you're you're going to head down here and get that, Aaron? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Sixteen oh four in Balverde Road. Come on down. We're open till uh, six o'clock tonight. Thanks, Eric. Good luck. Thanks, Aaron. Well, appreciate you guys. Thanks. All right, 210-308-8867. Before we go to break, on the porch, Trace, the hardest-working man in the business, is with us. Trace, how you doing? Uh, good. Thank you for that uh, opening line. So uh, what you got? What we got on sale? What's the plan to the weekend? What do we got there? 
moms? Well, I'd say the well, we have plenty of moms, and yeah. the, the six-inch ones are a good price. But we've got a lot of larger ones. If you're needing a specimen, oh, uh, really? we've we've got big moms. Uh, I, I think the the neatest thing this week that came in was uh, crotons. They're a great fall oh, uh, good. fall color plant. Even even neater than the pumpkins. Well, <laughs> oh man, those pumpkins are all over. I the place mean, there. the pumpkins are unbelievable. Know, there right? are some neat ones, right? Yeah, they are. Man. Uh, some of the squashes out there. I like that little green, that green looking squash. Yeah. Well, we call them uh, Milton and I kind of call them ghost pumpkins. I got those too. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed you put the little ones there where Calvin could see the kids yeah. picking them up and throwing them down. Well, I didn't put them there for that, but I did put them there for the kids to pick up. Yeah, they, yeah. They generally. Well, and that was exactly when I walked in. There, there were two kids who were just admiring those little pumpkins, you know. And they were going, mother, mother says, well, come back, put it down. Uh. <laughs> she did. The kids just decided they were going to carry them with. Yeah. And that blue plumbago is killer. Those were nice, right? <laughs> Is there is there any time of the year that blue plumbago is not in full bloom? Well, there's always in between <laughs> crops. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's got to be one of the best wholesale nursery yeah, plants around because yeah. you can manage it to have a bloom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was uh, Dave Dave Shackerford uh, when he used to work when he was the manager of uh, at that time it was Lone Star Grover. I guess it was color spot growing by the time he got to be mad. These old people with the reminiscence. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he told me that uh, that we ought to put uh, blue plumbago on the uh, on the list, on, on the superstar list. And so uh, I did, we did, and uh, it's, it's uh, I'm watching them out here. They're, they're wonderful. I mean, uh, and they, they bloom in the shade, uh, bloom in somewhat. They like full sun better, but they will throw some blooms in the shade. And uh, you got to be a little patient in the shade, too. Sometimes yeah. it takes a little... Yeah, once they, and once they get established, they're extremely drought tall. Yeah. And they go, they'll bloom right into the winter as long as it's relatively mild. And they're on sale. Reg- one gallon regularly, six ninety nine. That's I- almost $7, Trey. Yes, it is. But, uh, sale price three eighty eight. But you better you better hurry. There's only about three thousand <laughs> full bloom right out here. Yeah, I was looking at. I walked by to see uh, see which one I would pick out. You know, I, I like to watch people uh, oh. come into the nursery and go through the this'll, stock. This will drive some people crazy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you need to probably have some water jugs over there so nobody <laughs> passes out trying to buy the. The best plumbago out of this group, and uh, then uh, best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs. What's that picture? What's that picture there? Is that a? Uh... That's red tip. Oh, red tip fortunia. Yep. It's showing the yellow in there. That's a bad picture to use as a sale item. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> marketing 101 with Dr. Jerry Parsons. And the citrus, my favorite citrus is on sale. That's 20% a really, off. That's a good deal. Yeah. And, and got, I mean, they got a wonderful supply here. 
And the pie, see the pumpkin patches is all. I, the pumpkins over here are all nice and everything ready for the fall. Oh, you bet. Um, and that brings about the uh, non-plant of the weekend. Okay, non-plant of the weekend is uh, <laughs> corn stalks. I saw for, somebody. I just saw somebody for, pick some out. For some reason, corn stalks over the last several years, they we keep doubling how many we sell. Just for decoration. Just for decoration. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Hey, if it if it doubles, we'll be yeah. take it. Yeah. yeah we'll so take it. Uh, they are uh, sixteen ninety nine. And if you want some corn stalks, you got to do them pretty quick because uh, I just saw a cart of them I going just saw, out. Yeah, I just saw a cart. <laughs> I was almost worried about making like, it the non-plant of the weekend. And, <laughs> All right. Uh, I see if there's a, there is a good selection still there. Yeah. Uh, how it, how could, much do they cost? Uh, sixteen ninety nine for a bundle. Okay. A bundle. Yeah. More than one. Oh yeah. There's there's like probably eight to ten. Oh. Okay. Stocks in there. That's a good right. deal. And, Maybe um, more. Anything else we got uh, the folks need to know about when they come on down here to Millburgers? Uh, cool weather vegetables. Um, yeah, fine, we, f- we started bringing in some six-packs, and they had spinach available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's uh, there's spinach out there. This was the first week lettuce was available, so we got lettuce. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely uh, it's going to cool off, and these plants should do uh, great for your fall-winter garden. Yeah. And there's my yeah, uh, there's his Brussels wagon. sprouts and cauliflower. Is that your kale. wagon, Caravan? Yeah. That's his wagon. I figured it was since it was sitting there. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's all available right now at Millburgers. Sixteen oh four on Belverde Road. The uh, nursery's open till six today, so come on down and get great deals on some great. And come on down before the uh, non-plant of the weekend goes, because I seriously somebody with a cart took a boat. I don't know. It was like stacked pretty high. So we're gonna take a quick break here. Uh, Mike is on hold. We'll get to your call after the break. Mike, two ten three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two ten three zero eight. 8867. We'll be back here in just a couple of minutes on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardens in South Texas and paying tribute to the late Rick Okasek, lead singer of the Cars, who passed away this week at the age of 75. Thank you, Al, for a little uh, memorabilia. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Before we get to a mic on hold of special guest. Oh, you better take Mike first. He sat through the whole commercial. Hey, I'm special, Kevin. Jesus, we got a special guest here on the porch. <laughs> David Rodriguez. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I heard you had a pretty good uh, pretty good deal earlier today. Yeah, we had a pretty nice crowd. We're kicking off um, the cold weather, cool weather uh, fall vegetable gardening program here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And uh, we covered a lot of good subject matter on uh, growing a lot of uh, root crops and Leafy greens, cold crops, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, and other, and all the how to get the garden prepped. Rutabagas? Rutabagas, especially rutabagas. If you can't grow a turnip, you got to do a rutabaga, right, Dr. Barsons? <laughs> so um, it was a good crowd, a lot of good questions, and uh, I think over, a little bit over 50 ish um, folks. So, good. You know, they got a good supply of. They have an excellent Yeah, they have there. an excellent supply. Uh, Mary set up a real nice. Um, Oh, display? Uh, this display over there and uh, all the appropriate plants Okay. for this time of year. I just was checking with Trace uh, any word on strawberries, so we need to check on that to see. Hopefully here soon he gets some uh, 
uh, strawberry um, uh, transplants, but it, it was a good especially drive. especially those transplants we had last year. They were outstanding yeah, yeah, for very, home garden. Yeah, very nice. So it's a uh, real nice here in Millburgers Landscape Nursery, and uh, had rain this week. Where everybody got some rain. Oh, yeah, no, we didn't get any rain. We had two inches of rain at the children's garden. This really. Week, so. <laughs> Wow, that's so, uh, wonderful. We got three inches at the greenhouse. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That wasn't a leak, right? It was actually <laughs> <rain>. <laughs> ah! So it went well and a good crowd. And we so appreciate um, uh, Millburgers uh, having us out here. And then uh, the Children's Garden at the Botanical Garden, which Millburgers is one of the sponsors of the program. Uh, the kids are on week four, and they were putting their um, uh, cabbage and cauliflower uh, transplants out this morning, and uh, they're looking real good. Have they got any tomatoes set yet? Tomatoes are about halfway up the cages with blooms, so okay. Hopefully they'll yeah. do something. You know, yeah, we, we foliage all, doesn't look great, does it? No, it looks okay. Does it? Normally we used to plant the third Saturday of August, but this heat's slowing everyone down, and we put gallons out there. So we we went the Saturday after Labor Day, start a little bit later. And waiting for it to cool down, which it still hasn't <laughs> cooled down. And uh, one gallon with the heat, they struggle compared to spring to try to get that gallon out planted properly. Yeah. Properly, so we put a uh, four and a half inch out there. So we're throwing the dice. That's and hopefully, good. Hopefully they come out. So you know how this weather can change from yeah. from now to Halloween. Well, we can so. hold a uh, hope is all. And, yeah, you know. Monday's the first day of fall. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I had a, gar- a gardener. I brought that to her attention. She says. You obviously haven't looked at the forecast. Yeah. The forecast <laughs> doesn't think so. That's not well, fall weather. N- night and daytime isn't bad. It's just at two o'clock. It's ninety-seven degrees. Yeah. So we need a, a little break here. So. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it, it'll be here, it'll right? Be here. Yeah, it'll right. Be here. And then we'll all be about, complaining about it's too cold. It's too cold. It's too cold. November fifteenth or so. In the spring, it's too rainy. It's all right. Something. So I'm going to one a question for, for you before we get to Mike. What's your favorite fall vegetable? Uh, uh, green magic broccoli. Really, I love broccoli. Yeah, is it pretty? Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. pretty uh, easy to grow around here? Uh, it's a Texas Superstar plant in 2007. Yeah. It's the best uh, spring broccoli. Uh, this planting is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. October planting is for Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, and if you're hungry, right, Doctor Parsons, you can eat the young tender leaf, which right. is sweet like collards. Oh, okay. And it's not like a cauliflower. It's like Jerry eating collards. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like a ca- uh, a cabbage, a head cabbage or cauliflower. Once you pick that main head, you have the little trees growing on the side. And a lot, so, a lot, it's, of, it's a lot of folks like those little side yeah, branches better good, than yeah. the big. You right. throw them in a the salad real easily. So, nice. so green magic I, broccoli's. I have favorite. a question: Is the beekeeping? Uh, Deal filled up? Uh, yesterday we did uh, our basics class with 30 people. Molly's doing the uh, field day today and tomorrow. And then this coming Friday in Seguin at the Guadalupe Master uh, at the Guadalupe Extension office, we're doing second step beekeeping. Mm-hmm. That's full. But we have an October class. Right. So October, October, October we, can, we have a few slots still. Available and um, just go to the Bear County Extension Service website and you can register there. Thank you very much, yeah. David. Good to Thank see you. Thank you all. Have a great day, guys. Thank, Thank you all for letting me talk. Thank you for coming bit. out. Thank you. 210 308 8867. And uh, we are going to go to the phone lines right now. Mike has been patiently holding. Uh, Mike, you've got a question about Cypress. You, you are on with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Calvin at uh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing this afternoon? Gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, 
happy happy day from fair oaks texas about four years ago we planted a lot of trees and leyland cypress in particular and this year i noticed that two of them just died they turned brown and and we water a lot we do everything and um i wish we had bought them from you because milberg is is phenomenal their rep your reputation your service your people that come out and your warranties for a year on some items it's unbelievable and you know i wish you were i wish we knew you uh like we do now so i don't know what to do with these leland cypress do i cut them down do i will they grow to the next ones i just don't know were they big uh, i mean are they large were they large trees or Yes, sir. They're right now. They're about uh, 15 feet. They've really grown, and then the first two, all of a sudden, just started browning at the top and then browning down below. So I sprayed it with, um, I don't know, some herbicide, and we water them all the time. So it's not lack of water, but uh, I'm afraid it might keep spreading. And I guess my question is, should I just? cut the bad ones down and sell them on ebay or something yeah they're leland are uh are unpredictable that's the problem here they use them you know they use them really well in california and places like that and and then uh folks think that you know they've seen them at military bases and everything so they use them here in the same situation but you uh, a lot of times we can't figure out why they're dying here um they That's just, weird. He said they're dying at the top and dying at the bottom. Yeah. Now, now I've heard that there is a. I was trying to remember what the, what the disease was that they they were looking at. They haven't. Yeah. Solid diagnosis on it. Sometimes they get affected by spider mites. Yeah. Uh, they don't exactly. like our. Yeah, they don't like our soil and our, our hot nights, either. So. Uh, I wish wish we had a uh, better formula to tell you exactly what happened to them, but that's one of those plants that uh, I'm uncomfortable recommending. Well, and had I bought them, had I come to you guys first, you would have said, no, don't put them in, and we would not have put them in, but Brand X that we had had them put in, they're no longer here, and <laughs> maybe that's why they're <laughs> I no mean, longer How here, many... How many good, healthy ones do you have left? I've got four tremendous healthy ones, so I think maybe I should just cut the bad ones and dig it out and, I don't know, pray? <laughs> yeah, it, just in case it's spider mice, uh, which you can't, can't hardly control. Uh, what, what percentage of the needles are dead? Well, they're all dead on on these uh, on one oh, tree. Half okay. of them are dead. On if one tree, all, half of them are dead. If they're all dead, on, put them down. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. And if they're not all dead, should I just prune them back? Well, no. They it doesn't take good. It doesn't do well with pruning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's. <laughs> uh, I would cut. I would cut the dead ones out too, and just. I, I'm not sure what the best, I guess we should confer, have a discussion about what is the best replacement. 
Because we've had this question quite a, oh, quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, what should we plant for those in the place of those dead ones that we have? So I, I guess we'll, we'll kind of put question. put that word that out. If anybody's question. got any ideas, yeah, let us know. What do you think? What do you got? To, have you got something, Mike, that looks as good and uh, has been a well, little more successful? I'm going to come down and visit with you guys to uh, have the uh, big guy in the back there, uh, I call him Fabio, <laughs> that uh, he'll recommend some stuff, and uh, I know that it will last, and if it doesn't, uh, you guys will recommend more stuff. And I, So like I are, said, you, are you, you using it as plant? a screen? Yes, sir. Screening plant? Yes, sir. I try Holly's, some of those uh, standard size holly yeah some of the, well, some of them that aren't aren't as uh let's see the burford the regular burford is kind of wide yeah some of the other one i don't know is uh nelly stevens a little th- uh taller there, and thinner yeah. yeah that might be an option so I, have, I have nelly stevens on the other side and they've not grown that well uh, they seem to be starting to grow now but they've only grown maybe a foot in, in, uh-huh. in four years. Yeah, they, they they've in, been getting established. Where? Yeah, where? What kind of soil are you in? Did you say you were at the Fair Oaks? Fair Oaks, on oh. Oak, yeah. So the soil is not. He got he got great. soil problems and deer problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, is a, an issue. You need to uh, probably not a bad idea to sit down with the. Uh, uh, landscape architect here with uh, Millburgers and uh, experts, and just kind of say what what are the options what, now? What is that deer resistant plant that you always recommend? Viburnum. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the deer won't eat it. The, they don't. They don't eat it in my neighborhood. And but it, it could be a screening. Plant. Yeah, it, it only gets about uh, seven feet tall. And oh, is that right? Okay. My neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, well, it's. Well, I'm uh, gonna come in. I'm coming in to visit you guys, and please keep up the good work, and and uh, I'll come in and introduce myself, uh, and just okay. thanks for All being right. there. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Mike. No All right, Mike. We'll see you down here at Millburger, 1604 and Balverde Road. Thank you for waiting. Thank you, Thank you for waiting. Thank so you, Thank now you. we have open lines. We're going to take a quick break. Open lines, 210-308-8867. 8867, or if you're going to be like Mike, you can also come down here to Millburgers at 1604 and Balverde Road. It's open until 6 o'clock tonight, and you can ask your questions of Dr. Calvin and Dr. Jerry. Don't ask me because I'll give you the wrong answer. Come on down. We're at the back porch here at Millburgers. We're here on the air until 2. The nursery's open until 6. We'll be back here in just a few minutes on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick, and I'm going to talk to you right now about Barry Hagendorf and Deck and Patio Care. Barry's slogan is, and he lives up to it, is your deck really can look new again. And if you go to deckandpatiocare.com, you're going to see pictures before and after. And I'm willing to bet that for some people, because I've seen them, that before deck is what your deck looks like right now. But that after is what it looked like when you first got it and you enjoyed showing it off to friends and serving up great barbecue on it. Well, so go to deckandpatiocare.com and then call Barry Hagendorf and let him help you really make it look new again. 
Deck and Patio Care. Barry's been doing this since 1985, and he's what I call a deck and patio geek. He'll tell you all about it, or he'll just help you with it. Deck and Patio Care, 210-822-9147. 822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care or deckandpatiocare.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber in trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US New Look 52 Week 71419 by UPC MLBO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats, and worse, my constant fatigue, I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen-free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back. And those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Your life is an important one. Here at 930 AM, The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world as truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Ambo Road. Hey, listen, it's time for fall gardening, and that means fall and winter vegetable gardening, and it means fall is time for planting of trees, especially if you're interested in fruit trees and citrus trees, because right now at Millburgers, hundreds of fruit and citrus trees have arrived just in time for fall planting. Here's something that'll make you feel good about that. When Millburgers orders these plants, the plants they sell you at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, they consult with the experts to make sure these fruit trees and these citrus trees are trees that do well in South Texas. So you can go in with confidence knowing you're getting a great product. And coming up on September 21st, that's next Saturday over at Millburgers, it's Fall and Winter Vegetable Gardening taught by David Rodriguez. This free seminar is going to be from Saturday from 1030 until noon over at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. And for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. Do you remember when it was time? September, love was changing the minds. September, while chasing the clouds away. It is September, and you are listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I'm Barry Bess in for Milton Glick, who's off on the weekend, but never taking any days off, ever. Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. (laughs) Calvin Finch, and uh, your questions. That's all we need. There you go. 
308-8867. We're on the air until noon. Uh, noon, yeah, right. We're on the air until 2, but the nursery is open today until 6 o'clock. 1604 on Bulverde Road. Now, I mentioned earlier in the show that if you're going to be coming on 281 North, they're doing some construction on 1604. So if you're coming that way, you may want to go a different route. But we are here at uh, Millburgers Gardening at the nursery, 210-308-8867, and we have open lines. Okay. I did. I did. I came 281 North and didn't have any trouble. Really? 1604, yeah. If you just take the right, right exit. Yeah, but you can't, the exit to, uh, you have to go the exit before? Uh-uh. Uh, really? Huh, because I was told that they were doing construction on 1604. Oh, maybe, but I didn't I didn't see it anyplace. Okay. Well, then see, that's why, yeah. I, again, proof that I really don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Kevin, uh, have you jumped up the uh, lawn fertilization for the fall? It says in your This Week in the Garden, the la- if the lawn has received irrigation or rain, and is green fertilized with a winterizer fertilizer. That's in uh, my article next week. <laughs> Talks about. I even is go so time? far. I even go so far, Jerry, to say, to talk about that. Uh, I, I say th- this is a, a lawn care, important lawn care time, but but our weather has yeah. kind of complicated things. So then there I go, you go go into that. Fertilization. If you've got, if you've been able to, uh, to irrigate and you've got green lawn, it's time to fertilize, uh, October first or so. And the other thing, though, I go, uh, I said that that same reasons you might want to still take a chance and put pre-emergent herbicide down, and because uh, until that weather breaks, I think that uh, pre-emergent uh, herbicide is could be pretty effective and i always think i think about last year when we had bare ground like this in the yeah. weeds when it when when the weather <laughs> broke back. bed straw and the rescue <laughs> gra- i mean they were everywhere yeah so if you want to avoid that it might be worthwhile to take a chance realizing that normally it would be too late a month and a half ago yeah so but then, i uh uh should I fertilize my brown grass? I wouldn't. My brown grass is not growing. Well, <laughs> all you, but, but all I, you, you'd be uh, uh, the weeds that have the potential to to jump to respond to the first rain we get. Yeah, uh, may may uh, celebrate o- fertilization. Yeah, uh, I got a I got a couple of showers that move through. My area. If you got two inches of rain, your lawn might green greened up again. Yeah, uh, and uh, the I saw green sprouts sticking up with, between the brown grass, so I was excited. I was I was thinking that my grass may be dead, be brown. It's so brown. There, there's some life left in it. Yeah, a little bit of life. Well, and I didn't realize so that, that encouraged me that a lot of folks got as much rain as they. Yeah, the official rainfall didn't look that, and uh, I didn't get any in my neighborhood. Yeah, south, southeast, well, south, there were it's spotty, it uh-huh. was spotty. But so, like I said, we got, uh, I've been told we got three inches at the green height. Wow, so it's uh, it's going to be some decision making time. And that's at uh, W W White. Uh, 
and 35s north. That there will be some people that think if I put this fertilizer down, my lawn's going to turn green. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the, the the greenness is related to the the water first, and the fertilization is is kind of a has more impact on the spring green up and the uh, winter winter tolerance for cold yeah. weather. So. And I was gl- I was glad to see that you recommended winterizer, winterizer on the back. My newsletter, my weekly newsletter from Niels Perry. He says fertilize with a lawn, fertilize the lawn, with all nitrogen fertilizer. I think he jumped the ship on this winterizer thing. Hell yeah, I think so. Up to half of that nitrogen in slow-release form. That's a recommendation for the spring. Unless soil t- test instructs otherwise. Nobody gets a store test. Product may be labeled as winterizer, but it could be the very, it could be very likely the same analysis as your spring and summer food. He got that all backwards. Uh, the 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 spring and spring and summer food is slow release fertilizer, and the winter the winter uh, or this time of the year, you want a fertilizer with a fairly quick release. We got a hummingbird visiting our our flower there. How, how do you see it's that all the way over it's there? Oh, there, yep, there he is. <laughs> And, nice. Uh, so the uh, I guess the hummingbirds are are here. The migrants are here. Migrants, right? yeah. I've there've been four or five at my feeders. I've barely s- saw one a week for through the summer. And now they're up there. I I can't. I haven't been able to identify if any of them were ruby throats or uh, rufous yeah. yet. But there there are a lot of them, and they're all squabbling and dog fighting <laughs> and. Let's see, when is the Hummingbird Festival in Rockport? Is that in November, uh, October or November? I think October, but well, maybe we can get somebody can give us a, an official okay. date. The, I think they had it last year. Despite the Despite the, the hurricanes yeah. they had. But anyway, uh, whenever your lawn greens up, that's what I'm going to do. You use, use the winterizer fertilizer. Winterizer fertilizer. Yeah. We got them to put that name on there. That's right. That's just for the rhyming effect. <laughs> well, also fertilizer. the nutrients involved. And they're, well, and they're right the end. Uh, Neil's right about the initial uh, ratio. You know, a lot of the, I think what here at Milberger's 18612 is the winterizer formula. But that's fa- the nitrogen source is, is fast release. Yeah. So, you you know, you're. Three months, uh, three months from now, that uh, nitrogen will not be available, which is good news to be in the winter time. Yeah. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're closing in on the end of the first hour of Millburgers um, Gardening, South Texas, but we will be here until on the air till two o'clock today. So you know, if you want, you can uh, call now. You can, uh, if it's a quick question, we can get it in before the top of the hour. If not. We'll, uh, you'll be first in line after the news at uh, 1 o'clock. Yeah. Calvin also uh, in this weekend the garden talked about uh, zinnias will continue blooming into Thanksgiving. 
And I, I think that's true. Uh, unless we have a wet fall, it doesn't look like we're going to have a wet fall. And uh, like I said, the verses out there at uh, 1604 and uh, uh, 35 South used to plant zinnias and for the uh, and marigolds. For the bloom, the for, for harvest the blooms. Yeah, yeah. harvest the blooms. And a uh, actually, people would come out there and, and get the blooms. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of a dead, a sort of deadheading. Yeah. Now, mine, I, you know, normally uh, I would have been more active in my zinnia bed in the cut flower garden than I have been this, uh, this summer because of the heat and everything. So mine are just kind of... Mm-hmm. Hanging in there. Yeah, and blooms and a lot of uh, mature flowers that the birds are going after the seeds, but nowhere as attractive as the Verstus had or, or as yeah. gardeners and pastures have had from seeds. And you say you can also plant uh, cool weather annuals such as snapdragon, stalks, alyssum, diathus, and calendulus. I see. Wait another month before you plant uh, uh Pansies and cyclops. Yeah, and I see uh, there's some snapdragons over there, and there's some uh, lots of dianthus in mm. front of us here. Yeah, that that bunch of yellow flowers over there in containers, and uh, by the middle row there, that's yeah. that's uh, Sna- uh, marigolds. Mar- uh, no, that's a uh, snapdragon. Oh, calang. Oh, with the snapdragon. Snaps. Okay. Snaps on this. Uh, Left end of the, the golden. All right, so we're coming up to the uh, end of the first hour of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. But the good thing about it is there's one more hour to go. If you have your questions about uh, fall vegetables, fall plants, it uh, is about time to get things going. You can ask the docs 210 308 8867. Or if you're in the neighborhood, come on down to Millburgers Nursery, 1604 and Bulverde Road. You can ask your questions here. We're on the back porch, and uh, we're here on the air until 2 o'clock. But then uh, the nursery is going to be open at 6 uh, p.m. today. And, of course, we're also on the air tomorrow at noon. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. I'm Barry Bess in for Milton Glick. Milton is off this weekend, and from my understanding, he's at a yodeling competition in Oxnard, California. He will be back next weekend, so we can still uh, pick on him and do everything we can the rest of this hour <laughs> and tomorrow as well, because I know he would want it that way. There you go. So if uh, you have any questions about uh, fall planting, we uh, tis the season, uh, you can do one of two things. You can give us a call right now. We have open lines. Actually, we have uh, one person on hold, and uh, Bernie, we're going to get to your call here in just a second. 210 210- Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's how you uh, get in on the phone, and uh, we'd love to see you down here at Millburgers Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bulverde Road. We're on the air till two, but the nursery is open till six. If you want to come by, you can ask your questions of the docs here at the uh, back porch at Millburgers. And speaking of questions, as I mentioned, Bernie is with us, 
And uh, Bernie has a question about her lantana. Bernie, thank you for calling, and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you on this beautiful Saturday afternoon? Oh, better than I deserve. But my question is, um, I have lantana. It's the yellow, and it's usually prolific, but there's not much green drop. What's happening? Lantana? Yes, sir. And it's it's a new gold lantana, probably? Yes. Yes. And it's not blooming? And very little, you know, and it's usually prolific, and it's in the yeah. sun. Um, that, does the leaves look a little gray? Nope. These look great. <laughs> Usually the thing that knocks uh, lantana out of bloom at this time of the year is uh, uh, mealy, uh, the bug escapes from me. It's an insect uh, that's uh, feeding on the bottom of the leaves. And the reason Calvin asked that uh Ask that question about the leaves. Usually, the leaves in a heavy infestation, the leaves will uh, they will ha- have sucked the chlorophyll out of the bottom of the leaf, and the leaves are kind of uh, tannish, yeah. like translucent. And then you you see sometimes you see little black spots on the bottom too. Right, right. But uh, that's real common for a new gold. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's got some kind of something on the leaves, but, you know. You're uh, right. They're, they're real little and hard to see. And I and I'm, Jerry oh. and I are both trying to remember <laughs> what they're. Uh, not thrips. Um, not lace bugs. Lace bugs. Is that it? Yeah, lace bugs. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Well, but what you can do is you mark... Yeah, you 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 have to treat them to to prevent them. You have to treat them before they get real uh, infested. So you just mark your calendar. I probably mark it for um, July one. Yeah, and go ahead and treat it with a an insecticide. Something we used to use. We use acetate works. Uh, a systemic insecticide yeah. sometimes. Uh, yeah, or bear, one of the bear products yeah, or something works. Right. So that'll that'll but prevent it. Then that'll just keep keep it blooming more longer. But, but now, still, now what you can do to make it bloom this fall is to uh, go in there with your uh, weed eater or flexible string trimmer and uh, just give it a haircut. You know, get get. Uh, Get the uh, spent blooms off or spent spent buds off, uh, and then spray it with your any insecticide will work, and uh, it should be back and fertilize. I would I would put a little fertilizer on it, oh, and okay. it should be it should be back in full bloom uh, this fall. Oh great! Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Look, thank Good you, Bonnie. Give us a report. Thank you, Bernie, and uh, thank you for uh, calling. And now it's your turn, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Open lines here at Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, Calvin says, uh, in this week in the garden, he said, spread the seed 
for wildflowers now. The seed should be able to reach bare soil in the full sun to be successful. The wildflower mixes designated for Texas work, or you can plant single select, selections like blue bonnets, coreopsis, poppies, larkspur, and blue curl. Uh, I'm going to add another one to that. Uh, we we are we've got uh, petunias on sale here, the plants of, of petunias on sale, and uh, I've talked about the last couple of weeks what a what a great plant petunias are for the fall and winter. Uh, not so much for the fall and winter, far as bloom is concerned, but uh, they're getting established in the fall and winter. And they will bloom their brains out next spring. The plant may look like hell all all winter and not bloom, but it'll bloom again next spring. Yeah, and once uh, once you get through one bloom period and the seed is dropped, yeah, you can count on it coming back year after year. Hey, yeah. we think we got uh, somebody come up to the porch here and wants How to ask can a you question. Tell? Yeah, I just like right in front of me. <laughs> hey, uh, do you want to ask your question on the air? Okay, here you go. There's a microphone. You can ask away. All right. I have an autumn sage that is in a part too shady a position, and they're very straggly, even though I've cut them back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm planning to transplant them to a sunnier area uh, in, uh, say, November, um, something like that. That's but do good. I, do I need to go around and put a shovel down around them now to encourage new ro- root growth in the in the interim? In or not? In, in cure, uh, what are you going to want to... Uh, Put around it. Well, just uh, she, she's just uh, cutting the roots to, to make them more compact. Oh, I see. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, do that. that that's one of the plants you may not have to do. Yeah, that to, right. You don't have to. But it, it certainly won't hurt it. It makes it. Uh, it won't miss a step if it's uh, you know you're waiting till November. I was thinking, you, uh, if you in a pinch, you could even do it now right away but that's certainly better to do it in november and yeah follow that procedure you're talking about but you do the root pruning is what you're talking about Mm -hmm. now right and uh basically you the way you do the root pruning for those of you who don't know uh you move about uh four four inches away from the plant four to six inches and dig it dig around it with spade around it with your shovel just as if you were getting ready to pop it out of the ground and do that all the way around just the sharp edge you don't have to pull any soil no yeah yeah you don't have to pull any soil out after i root prune yes ma'am uh do i then water it very well yes ma'am yeah especially if the weather continues like this yeah Yeah. and do i and you water it right at the base of the plant. After you've root pruned it. Yeah. Right. Do I fertilize it at this point? No. 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 Okay. Not until so. you move it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much. Good All job. Right. Thank Good you for luck. stopping thank by you. the porch and coming to Millburgers. That's uh, <laughs> the, one of the fun things about uh, the show is that not only can you call in, you can pop by, and then you can get your advice, and then you can go right over to the counter and buy whatever there you, you guys tell them to buy. It's <laughs> at so, Millburgers, 1604 on Balverde Road, open until 6 o'clock today. We are on the air until 2. If you have questions, we do have open lines at 210-308-8867. I, w- I was watching the 
a dad with his uh, two-year-old over there. <laughs> and the da- dad was trying to get him to make a choice on the little pumpkin. Oh, no, good God. luck. But the, the little boy just kept going back and getting more and more pumpkins. Okay, and the dad would not, dad would, you know, talk even, why don't you take some of these back? And the little boy just ignored him and went back. <laughs> so pretty soon dad's got a full, full. And, I, and I got involved with this question. I missed whether he decided to buy them all. Yeah, or, he bought them all. <laughs> the little boy said, dad said I can buy a pumpkin. He didn't say how many. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we finished our discussion on the on the the Petunias? new wildflower Petunia. that I want to plant. Uh, I want to put uh, with uh, Calvin's list, and uh, that what new wildflower is Laura Bush petunia, and uh, you can buy seed of that and plant it out now with your wildflower mix. And uh, I don't think uh, Laura Bush is uh, it, it comes in purple and uh, pink. Uh, from Wild Seed Farms, but I don't I don't believe they have that in their mixes. No, I don't. Well, I haven't seen it in their mixes. I, I've been told that they have a mixture of colors of uh, Laura Bush. And in fact, they they told me that they're gonna quit quit propagating the 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 white one because uh, it's got too much pink in it. <laughs> They were, they wanted a pure white. Now, if you have Laura Bush, it's just, it's just a little bit. Well, it's even it's more very much more varied than uh, blue bonnets. Oh you, yeah, you'll get that almost the purple, but yeah. you get lots it of. It comes lo- back pretty true. Yeah, a lot. All those colors in between the white and the purple, pink, yeah, pinks and lavenders, and, and it's pretty interesting. You know, we we get ours to come back over at the greenhouse. And uh, what we do in that situation is uh, do like the blue bonnets and pull out the what colors you don't want and let the colors that you do want pollinate each other. Mm-hmm. How's that work out? That works good. Yeah. Um, well, we do that a little bit, too, with the kind of the, uh, naturalizing larkspurs, same kind of thing with the petunias. And the larkspurs, I've got new appreciation for them since they're, the hummingbirds like them so much. Oh, and yeah. And the butterflies like oh, them. Yeah. So I, I want to know how you get a flower or a plant named after you. I know I don't want to be the first lady, but how do you get that? <laughs> you know, it's like, hey. It's yeah, like, be, maybe, be, be hey, in the White House and yeah, we'll okay, name maybe you else. Maybe you guys need to have a plant named after you. No. No, why not? <laughs> what would be a plant that you want to have? Your, I've your already legacy? got one. The Greg Grant named a uh, possum hole holly after me. Uh, it's not readily on the market yet, but uh, it's called Parson Select. Or oh, really? Like that. Oh, look it's at an that. Improved, what about uh, you? It's an improved possum hole holly. Well, yeah. my my dream is to have a rutabaga named. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's rutabaga. right. We, we we might do that. Uh, maybe a uh, maybe a, z- a zinnia would be my uh, second choice. Yeah, zinnia mine mine's gonna be like a weed, <laughs> like zinnia. Yeah. Well, or or the petunias. Yeah, or the petunias. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends on where they are. Yeah. But anyway, uh, blue bonnets are gonna be very scarce this year. The seed. Uh, hopefully, they're cleaning my seed now, or our our my group seed. Red, over, white, and blue. 
flowered seed. Yeah, and uh, so uh, we'll see how many seed we get. And as soon as I get the seed, I'll give it to the to the plant prop, plant growers, and it'll take two months to grow a plant, transplant. And uh, transplants are going to be your best way to go this year, because, like I said, uh, there is no more uh, maroon uh, seed from uh, no more wild seed. No more maroon. No, no, and no the, maroon. And they're the, planting. They're planting another batch for next year. And they but, accidentally uh, they lost all the burnt orange too. Accidentally <laughs> lost. Yeah, they didn't sure, have, sure. They didn't have uh, enough seed to fill the seed packets. Mm. And they usually feed uh, the first order they fill of maroon uh, blue bonnet seed is to the. Uh, Former Students Association group over at A and M. Oh yeah, I would think of that to A and M. They, yeah, they yeah. give them away. But anyway, uh, so I'm just just warning you that uh, when we start talking about blue bonnet transplants, uh, that's going to be your best bet this year. But you're figuring it's not going to be it's not going to be very plentiful. No, yeah, I no. know it's not going to no. be because the ma- two major producers. Lost their crops last oh, or yeah. this year. Now, mm-hmm. luckily, that rain that they're having in Houston, mm-hmm. oh, the okay. Eagle Lake is close to Houston. So you think and, it'll be kind of like salvage a little they bit? Were, they were getting ready to plant. I don't think they had planted yet. They were getting the ground ready mm-hmm. to plant. So that all they have, they'll have to rework that ground because that, that rain washed it flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that uh, I'm glad they didn't get that seed out there because they'd have. Yeah, a few oh blue yeah, blue. it would it would be washed away and rotted. Yeah. And oh yeah, there. right. Yeah. Yeah. A few few growing by stream beds, and that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. But anyway, that's a tip for this year. But uh, try some uh, Laura Bush petunias. Laura Bush petunias. We didn't we didn't lose that crop uh, because uh, we have it grown in Europe. It's grown in Europe in greenhouses. Where in Europe? I don't know. Just somewhere? (laughs) In a secret location. Ah, so it's a transplanted transplant. (laughs) So, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah. It was was maybe part of the Ukraine deal. There Uh, you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's Dr. (laughs) Calvin Finch, everybody. Thank you. He's here every weekend. Come try the petunias. Uh, Neil Sperry makes a, that <laughs> Neil every now and then, he jumps out there and nails them. Especially uh, nowadays. Yeah. He's a little yeah, he, less he, conservative. He's age old. He's getting older. Uh, somebody wrote in and said, I do business with a company that has an oleander right by its front door. Huh. Can you believe it? Uh, why would they do that when the plant is poisonous? I'm going to print out the information I have on oleanders and warn them. There's, there's nuts everywhere, son. So I'm I'm going to assume that that's not a poisonous plant. Oh and yeah, no, it time. is. Every is piece it? of it's poisonous. Okay, then I have to ask, <laughs> why? Where is it in the lobby of an office building? 
and uh, Neil asked. You, you're not supposed to eat it, though. <laughs> well, if you get a little hungry in the office, <laughs> nibble on something. It would, it would, it's outside. Neil answered, it would be kind to do that, but while you're at it, the list needs to also include these plants because all our parts of them are poisonous to humans. And he lists tulips, daffodils, sagos, uh, azaleas, uh, uh, hollies. Oh, no, not my hollies. Uh, tomatoes, the leaves of tomatoes. Uh, Rhubarb, castor beans. The leaves of the rhubarb and... Are poisonous? Yeah, until they're cooked. Really? Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's that's an example of why that's kind of absurd. Almost all plants have some degree of toxicity. Yeah. Rhubarb, you probably, well, you did. You grew Mm -hmm. up in the north. We would, every day we would eat the rhubarb, and you you wouldn't eat the leaf, but you just just chop chop it all the way down. Celery stick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, castor beans, the beans are extremely poisonous. In fact, uh, yeah, that you wouldn't the, eat in very many. Without yeah, the old timers uh, used to say that uh, that uh, they would save the beans, the castor beans, and put them in gopher runs. Gopher holes? Gopher runs, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, kill the gophers. Hmm. So uh, they're poisonous too. Oaks. Live oaks, mm-hmm. the acorns are poisonous oh. until you wash them. You okay. wash the tannins out of them. Uh, Carolina jessamine and moonflower detura. Detura big time poison. But uh, Neil is making the point that uh, yeah. uh, the bark of, of peach trees. Yeah, well, who's going to eat poison? bark of a well, I guess some people well, boil bark. We never bark. know. The pits. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's real right. The, say, pit, well, the, pit, the pits. Say we were, yeah, the pits. Uh, we we just, uh, Neil finishes up, says, we just really need to teach our kids not to graze on our landscape <laughs> plants. <laughs> Al back at the station wanted to reiterate that. He, you, you said that the, um, the leaves on the tomato plants are poisonous. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, the tomato is in a family that is extremely poisonous. Solanaceae are, are oh. extremely poisonous. I look forward to next year's tomato. In, in fact, the, the history on tomatoes is uh, they wouldn't eat them for a long time, thinking they were poisonous, because some of the relatives of that uh, genus wow. is very poisonous. Wow. And uh, so uh, it took a long time before people started eating tomatoes. Well, now we uh, eat them all the time. The, the history on that is interesting. We're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to get back to more plants you should not put in your office because if people <laughs> eat them, they're going to die. No. Well, not die, but they're going <laughs> to get real sick. That's sick. So we'll come back to more. And we also have open lines, 100% full, or 100% open, 210. 210- 308-8867. Jump on, ask your questions here of the docks. Or you can come on down to Millburgers at 1604 on Bulverde Road. The nursery's open until 6. We're on the air till 2. Back with more Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. It is September. It's a September kind of theme. Thanks, Al. And uh, September means, uh, the end of September here, fall planting, fall vegetables. And that's what we're kind of talking about today. We're also talking about plants that if or could be toxic, toxic, and that Al had a good point back at the back at the radio station. Imagine when you know you were talking, Doctor Jerry, about you know people who didn't want to eat tomatoes because it, they thought it was poisonous. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, Italian cooking sure would be boring without tomatoes, don't you think? Yeah. So I'm glad that I'm glad that they got that <laughs> figured out, or else we wouldn't have the tomato well, contest in the summer. Yeah, either. but we hadn't uh, started eating tomatoes. It's not like we've been eating tomatoes for a hundred years. Really? Yeah. When when did the uh, eating of tomatoes become? I don't know, but they they had a guy that uh, was demonstrating to the public that uh, the tomatoes were not toxic, and he ate them on the front porch of the courthouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that period on, uh, people realized that they weren't poisonous. Now, would tomatoes have been un- weren't. Would have been unfortunate if he ate the tomatoes and then like passed away of something else. Yeah, like- yeah. So, but. but uh, <laughs> Uh, during the break, Calvin mentioned uh, sago palms were are, are bad for uh, pets. And uh, uh, what do they eat? The fronds or are they? Oh no, no, you know I've, gosh, I've had sago palms and uh, dogs for my whole life, seventy plus years. Yeah. Now, as far as I know, I've never had a dog poison, but the. Uh, the the uh, fruit when they produce the little oh okay uh, there's a little the smooth little seed yeah, pods yeah the females yeah so that's I mean that is a smaller yeah population it looks round yeah we it's round in fact uh, I don't remember us the uh, talking about the reproductive sago palms reproducing for up maybe fifteen years ago or yeah, so yeah yeah. But uh, some, some pets, uh, apparent, apparently, according to uh, veterinarians, that some pets uh, are attracted to that little, the shape, and the smooth surface, and and that they take it in. Most plants that have toxicity have no, have no attraction to pets. Yeah. Does it kill them, or does no. it make them sick? I think he said uh, through the years he had one that. That died. died, but he he's, each year he has a few that get sick. Okay, you know you, you pump the stomach. And I know I, this is. Oh, I'm sorry, Calvin. Go right. ahead. No, I want to make. I'll have to resurrect my uh, Express News article to get the exact. <laughs> so you know we're, we're we're talking about toxicity of plants and stuff like that. And I don't know why, talking about it being harmful to dogs and animals and stuff like that. Why is chocolate so harmful to dogs? What is chocolate? Chocolate. They always it's say don't, don't feed chocolate to dogs because it's very it's harmful. It's not. Well, it is, if, if, it is if you have pure, I mean, that's another one of those degree things. Almost every, anybody that's had a pet that's had kids, the pet has eaten, ended up oh, eating chocolate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, then they all, they always modify that, that, you know, it have to be, you know, you know the, the degree of... Uh, Purity, or uh, okay. you can't be diluted. Melt chocolate. Yeah, they say cooking chocolate. Yeah. Uh, 
or uh, European chocolate or, or can can make a dog sick. Mm-hmm. But uh, Heloise, uh, I, I'm a good friend of mm-hmm. Heloise, right. and uh, she used to say that all the time, put it in the paper, that keeps chocolates away from the dog. Right. And so uh, I, I got with her one time, and I, I was on the show, and uh, she said that. And I said, you are absolutely wrong. Chocolate does not hurt a dog. And she she said, but the vets say, I say, the vets say that so they can get a $500 stomach mm-hmm. tum- pumping, pumping yeah. uh, uh, fee. I said, I, I tell you what you need to do. You need to put in your widely syndicated column. And they ask the question, how many people have had a dog or, or an animal die from eating chocolate? And she did it. Yeah. She did that. You know how many responses she got? How many? One. One? And it was, it was hearsay. Oh. They, they thought it might have. Plant, yeah. uh, plant toxicity, almost all of them are hearsay. And it's uh, if you don't. You can't figure out why your dog is sick or if your cat is sick. It's convenient to kind of uh, blame blame a plant or something. Yeah, plant. Right. yeah, because they're everywhere. <laughs> now yeah. the one that's most common that we overlook all the time is mountain laurel. What we call mountain laurel, mm-hmm. Sephora, and uh, those berries are used by the Indians to make. Uh, to make a, 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 a liquor liquor type drink, and uh, really? the, it. yeah, Paul Cox. We need him, Paul to tell us the history on that. But uh, you always want to get your recipe from a living Indian, mm-hmm. because if you get it too strong, it'll kill you. Okay, I'll pass on that. And uh, yeah, every now and then uh, a pet will pick up uh, uh, those red berries. You know, they're mm-hmm. very attractive, but uh, that's very seldom. Well, and a lot of uh, the berries do not digest very easy. They, You're right. They yeah. go straight through. Yeah, they pass cows right through. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. People. People, Boy, yeah. I sure took us on a kind of a morbid little trail there, didn't I? You yeah. don't. <laughs> you don't want. You don't want to chew them. No, 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 no. And Paul used to tell the story of uh, an applicant. Uh, in fact, they they told it as uh, it's a memorial. Memorial that uh, they had an applicant for the uh, director of the botanical garden. And they had a, uh, Paul, I guess, had given him a seed. Well, Paul used to do that as a good luck charm. Yeah, a good luck deal. That little red seed. And that fool ate it. <laughs> <laughs> ate the seed. They had to take him to the hospital oh, and get just, his stomach pumped. Just a seed? Just one? Yeah. Wow. Well, and that's another. Uh, every in, uh, individuals are really... The tolerance you have, yeah, yes, it right. really varies a I, lot. It, 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 it's almost like, you know, you, if you get immune to, like, certain, you know, viruses and stuff like that, it's just your body, how you can tolerate certain things, I suppose, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. just, uh, you know, it reminds you you have to be alert, and it's good to have a basic knowledge, yeah. but you don't, uh, you don't want to panic. See, but folks? My it's, mother-in-law 
had a little dog. Now she oh, used to try said, to feed said, Jerry. And she, he had had mantelors all around the, the yard, and uh, that dog ate a seed, ate a red seed, red bear seed, and he was out there having the best time because it was a hallucinogen. Oh, <laughs> made him feel good. Oh yeah, he was a little high. <laughs> so they took him to the to the doctor, to the vet. And had his stomach pump, five hundred dollars. And uh, get your own pump. When he got, when he came back, you know what he did? Ate what? another seed. Yeah, he ate ran out seed. the door. Yeah, well, he ate another seed. He was having so much fun back then before. <laughs> yeah. So and see, just like I tell people, if I'd have been that dog living with my mother-in-law, I'd have been out there fighting uh, him for seed. Oh, that's <laughs> Dr. Jerry Parsons. See. It's not just about plants and vegetables here. <laughs> and we are talking about it's uh, uh, the fall planting season. And, Calvin, uh, you had a seminar earlier today here at, at Millburgers about about that, about the well, fall planting. Mine was at Medical Center. And or Medical David Center, Rodriguez that's right. David's was here. But you had yeah. it at the Medical Center before you came over here today and went really well. You had a lot of uh, people come out, a lot of good questions and stuff. So, and that's what we're, that's what these guys are here for. That's why they are the experts, and that's why uh, this program's been on for such a long time. <laughs> so, if you have a question, you can come on down here to Millburgers Nursery at sixteen oh four in Balverde Road. The nursery's open till six. We're on the air till two, or better yet, we have open lines right now at two one zero three zero eight. 8867-210-308-8867. You can also get the, the Millburgers newsletter. You can go to their website and sign up for it there, get it electronically, or get it in snail mail. Yeah, that's um, where I get mine. They'll mail it to you if you're not, you're not into computers. It's in color computers. on the Internet. Yeah, uh, so it's a lot of good information. Uh, usually there's... At least one article from Jerry and at least yeah. one from me and then other other experts. Uh, is it a monthly there. monthly newsletter? Yeah, it yeah. is. And so some we didn't even remember writing, right, no. Kevin? Well, sometimes it's, uh, <laughs> when, when they to go through the archives and get yeah. an article from 20 years ago, you say, I wish either I hadn't said that or they hadn't they had dug put that, that in there. <laughs> What's have you heard about uh, next week's kids guard potting class, potting 101, on September the 28th, next Saturday, from 10 to 11 a.m. for the children. And Mary will be heading that up. Yeah, yep. yeah. Your children will have fun learning the basics of potting plants. I hope there's still slots open, Jerry. Yeah, that's what I, I was asking you. Have you heard? No, I hadn't heard about it. Uh, the class will include little hand, little hands-on planting and seeding tips, as well as craft activities. What they can do, they can give Millburgers a call. Yeah, and, that call. If you if you want to sign up, it's from uh, 10, 10 a.m. to eleven a.m. And the call, the phone uh, to call if and see if there's any uh, openings available. Is uh, 210-497-3760. And, of course, it's free, but they uh, give handouts and 
and they want to be able to handle the, right. the crowd. They want to know how many are going to yeah. come. Do they got to register? Yeah, they got. I, I think they'll take home a little potted plant. Nice. And uh, now, now that Jerry's brought it up, there's also a uh, design school, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, on uh, October 5th. Jerry, right? Yeah, that, it's in October. Yeah, and that, that's going to be at the Botanical Garden. And you go to the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas website. It's a $30 fee for per individual, uh, $50 for two people from the same uh, same household. And the uh, timing, uh, the time I think is from uh, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. But go to the uh, website to make sure that that's the time. 8:30 to 1:30. 8:30 to 1:30. An extra hour in there. And they've got all the lectures of the topics you would expect, plant choice, soil enrichment, and all, plus you get an individual uh, counseling session uh, conference uh, to talk about the specifics of, of the issues you have on your particular lands, uh, landscape. So it's a great opportunity uh, uh, program sponsored by the San Antonio Water System and by Trinity Glenrose. And by the gardening volunteers of South Texas. Two weeks from today. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. The fifth. And right. go to the and gardeningvolunteers.org. And, and on, on um, Saturday, October the 12th, uh, they're going to have a, a workshop to on how to make your yard a haven for monarch butterflies and other pollinators. The monarchs ought to be coming through pretty good by October 12th. Uh, the uh, the workshop session they have a workshop session from one o'clock on the 12th, October 12th, to 2:30, and then they have a workshop tour. They have a workshop tour. They have a workshop se- session and tour. So. Uh, uh, they have session number two. It's from three o'clock to four thirty. And these are p.m. by two of uh, the most well-known master gardeners. Uh, yeah, Charles uh, Bartlett, I think. Yeah, and Albert Del Rio. Yeah. Uh, so that's if you want to participate in that. Uh, let's see. The workshop and tour will describe twenty-two plants that thrive in San Antonio. And provide nectar and larvae. And that's... You'll see many of these plants up close in the garden. And that's three weeks from today. That's three weeks from today? You said the 12th, right? The, my math... That's my Canadian math, so it might be a little off. And that, that is another one of the... If you want more information, the Gardening Volunteers right. of South Texas website will tell it. Yeah. We have... Uh, uh, Jim's on hold right now, but what we're going to do, Jim, just hang on. We're going to take a break here. And we're going to come back with your your call, your question, and it's about blue bonnets. So hang on. We were talking a little earlier about blue bonnets. We'll get to Jim's question, and you've still got time to call in and have your question answered. Here by the docks at Millburgers, we're at 1604 and Bulverde Road. The phone number to call to get your question on the air, 210-308-8867. Stay tuned. We are back with more Millburgers Gardening South Texas in a couple of minutes here on 930 a.m., the answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulvardy Road. You know, Millburgers wants to make sure that everybody in the family can have a great gardening experience, especially the opportunity to introduce kids to gardening. That's why every month they have a kids' gardening class, topics just kids will enjoy. Actually, the adults enjoy them, too. And Saturday, the 28th, that's next Saturday from 10 to 11, the class is entitled Kids' Potting Class 101. Your children will have a great time learning the basics of potting plants, and it will include little hands-on planting and seeding tips as well as craft activities. These things are so much fun, and they're absolutely free. All Millburgers asks is that you make a reservation by calling 210-497-3760. That's so they know how much to have, how many products to have, and make sure that everybody gets to enjoy it. 210-497-3760. 3760 for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvardy Road. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700. PAXFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. If you lease office, warehouse, or retail space for your business, you already know that leasing rates are going up. You don't want to overpay for your space, but it's hard to avoid when the landlord holds all the cards. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and the founder of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with professionals and business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or purchasing commercial property, it affects your bottom line. The landlords have representation, and you should too, even if you're a good tenant and have no plans to move at all. You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We never represent landlords, but stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, and we'll work to get the landlord off your bottom line and find out why we don't cost you a dime. 210-535-7800. 210-535-7800. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com. Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We get the landlord off your bottom line. Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and other global dangers nearly every day. And while it may seem like the international threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. These dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation and threaten to destroy our way of life. Now it's time to energize San Antonio's conservative and Christian base and protect our conservative ideals. Join 930 a.m. The Answer on Tuesday, November 5th at the Norris Conference Center for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Speakers Dennis Prager and Sebastian Gorka will give you perspective and insight on what's at stake in the upcoming election. Get the information you need to give intelligent answers to the assaults from the far left by joining us November 5th for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Visit 930amtheanswer.com to purchase your tickets today. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. 
A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. But it's a long, long while going way back in the archives for this one. Nella Fitzgerald, September song. And the days Because it is September. September 21st. <laughs> I'm Barry Bess in for Milton Glick, and I just got a text from Milton. Did you? Yeah, he's third in the preliminary in the yodeling competition in, in Oxnard. In the yodeling. In the yodeling competition in Oxnard, well, so he, good for he, Milton. He's been on the radio for so long. I bet he could yodel. He got pretty good pipes. Milton Glick is off this weekend. I'm Barry Bess. I host a morning show on our sister station, AM630 The Word. But I am here with the docs, Dr. Jerry Parson, Dr. Calvin Finch. Here at Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, 210-308-8867. We have a little more than 10 minutes to go here in the show. Uh, you can come on by Milberger's, open until 6 today, and a lot of great deals, a lot of great specials on this weekend. And um, if you are quick, you can come by the uh, back porch and ask your questions like we have on hold right now. Jim's on the line. He has a question about blue bonnet seed. And, Jim, thank you for holding, and welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. And you? Doing good. We're doing good. Um, question I have, I picked up some uh, blue bonnet seed out in Fredericksburg uh, earlier this week and uh, pretty much got a handle on all the planning instructions. I read somewhere about uh, soaking that seed for 48 hours. And I know I do that with my okra seed, and it works real good to get it to germinate. I don't go 48 hours, go 24. But uh, is that proper? You mean soaking them in water? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, We've done... uh, Now, you got your seed from wild seed? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Are they blue 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 bonnets, or are they... Yes, sir. Uh, animal fire. Yeah, they're okay. blue, blue, blue ones. Okay. Uh, they say, <laughs> they say that they uh, acid scarify those seeds. So, right, that's uh, what they told me to. Yeah. Uh, so if you soak them in water, I, I, I don't. We did some tests years ago. And uh, the soaking in water didn't help. In fact, uh, it uh, hurt some. Yeah, so I, I, don't th- I don't think I would soak them in water. Uh, are you going to put them in containers or just out in the, out in the yard? Put them out, in, out in the pasture. Out in the pasture. Rocky old side, yeah, rocky old side hill. Oh, that's good. They like rocky old side hill. Uh, I wouldn't soak them in water, especially since they're from wild seed farm. Yeah. Uh, you know, because now they've that I've been acid and the first rains we get will uh, do the soaking. And you're sure we're going to get rains again, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, I think where I read that 48 hours was from an outfit that did not scarify their seeds. So you're probably, I'm sure you're right about that. Right, right. All right. Okay. Good luck. Good. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for your call. Open lines right now for the last uh, little under 10 minutes of the show. Yeah, that, that, go ahead. (laughs) 210-308-8867. Go. Uh, The, uh, that, that soaking in water is a, 
Works for old, sweet peas. Old timey. <laughs> sweet recommendation. peas. Yeah, works sweet peas. And uh, like you said, okra. Uh, it probably wouldn't hurt to soak them in water overnight. Uh, but it'll cause them to germinate faster, especially that scarified seed. We we struggled uh, with that scarification versus non-scarification. And uh, I, I think what Wild Seed uh, finally figured out to do was to uh, use half-seed scarified and half-seed non-scarified. So... Uh, if, if that scarified seed, once it rains and gets wet, it's going to germinate. Okay. Now, uh, is it, if it rains now <laughs> and we have some hot, hot weather, uh, you may lose them. You may lose them. Okay. I'm, I'm not a very smart man. Scarification is the soaking of the seeds. Is that what In that acid. In acid. acid. Yeah, there's a coating. Concentrated sulfuric okay. acid. Basically, there's a co- See, every time I come here and do the show, I learn something. <laughs> yeah, back back in the... Oh, in a lot, a Texas lot of, Mountain Laurel, same thing. Yeah, yeah. You'll see a lot of old literature where they talk about uh, scr- scratching them on sandpaper and uh, doing all sorts of things. And uh, I, I read one publication where they were talking about sticking each bluebonnet seed with a needle, you know, to break that coat. I don't know if that person had ever seen a bluebonnet seed in their lives because those things are like gravel. Are they? It'd be like, it'd be like punching a hole in gravel with a needle. <laughs> that ain't going to work. It's, it's very work. difficult. That ain't so, going to uh, we said, And this has been scientifically proven. Uh, in fact, the, the research is on plantanswers.com. Uh, and, uh, that uh, Dr. Tim Davis did uh, up in Dallas, uh, where we tested all these methods to get them to germinate faster. And uh, concentrated sulfuric acid was the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's when Wild Seed and uh, uh, Douglas King and them started uh, acid scarifying the seed. Okay. So uh, I, I, we don't recommend that people do that, you know, that uh, homeowners do that. Yeah, that's a little dangerous. Mainly because they can't find concentrated sulfuric acid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good thing to recommend. So we, we, we <laughs> sounds sounds like a uh, important clue in a murder mystery. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. scarification. But anyway, that uh, I, I worry about this dry, dry weather we're having. So you you would we'd get a little rain, it'd germinate, and then yeah. the soil couldn't support absolutely, the and they dry out. As and, dry as it is, and if that that isn't a problem. If it rains too much, and it's it's funny because it is a a well a weed basically that has uh, evolved to survive in these kind of conditions. Yeah, yeah they so, just throw down so much seed. Yeah, so it's be, it's best to get a mix uh, if you if you're going to do wildflowers this year, get a, get a mix of seed. I like that uh, wild seed uh, firecracker mix. I, we've got some mixes here uh, 
I think here at Millburgers or one of their seed rack from Wild Seed. But I like that uh, firecracker mix because it's got, I think it's got uh, uh, got some different wildflowers that'll come up and uh, in, in your spots that'll do well. Not everybody wants to grow blue bonnets, but that's probably one of the hardest ones to grow, a wildflower. But they are just naturally all over the place. In this yeah. Part of the world. <laughs> well, you wouldn't think it would be so hard. That's because uh, it's not hard for nature because they drop a ton of seed mm-hmm. yeah. when they have a good year that lays there sometimes for as long as 25 years and then germinates when the conditions are right. So that's so the way they survive. And the most, most of the gardeners that are in the audience are not up to waiting 25 years for their garden. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be either if I was a gardener. Uh, we're coming up to about three minutes left in the program today. Still lots of time for everybody to come on down here to Millburgers uh, Nursery, 1604 in Bulverde Road. Remember the, that the pumpkins are here. Yep, pumpkins all are the here. Native, all the, uh, every size and shape that you can think of. Uh, and our hummingbirds hanging around. And hummingbirds. They got great deals uh, on on a lot of plants here. And lots of decorations. Uh, I'm looking over there at those metal uh, decorations for the Halloween. And the uh, uh, Trace was saying earlier, uh, uh, corn stalk is is going like wildfire. Uh, yeah, for corn for, for, yeah, for decoration. So can you imagine our uh, from the our old days, Jerry, your your uh, farmer friends in Kansas and mine in Minnesota, <laughs> getting sixteen dollars ninety five cents for a bundle of oh, uh, corn. corn. I, stuff. I could have like we could have put my sisters through college yeah, with all the corn that we had on the farm. Was what, what is that pile of corn stocks out there? That's my <laughs> retirement savings. Yeah, they were touch they, it. they were they were happy when they found out a way to get the grain off and leave the corn stalks because I used to be I used to be the one that had to clean up that mess after the after yeah, the season was over I, so I was like if I would have known then what I know now <laughs> I'd have been saving that stuff they got a machine now that shreds them yeah it's like whew, and all dollars putting organic material back mm-hmm. into the soil so uh, just a couple of minutes left so uh, the unfortunate thing is that our time today is oh, almost done no. but there's always tomorrow and oh, tomorrow okay. We're back on the air at uh, 12 noon here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. You can uh, come on by. Uh, the nursery is open again until 6 o'clock tonight. And then tomorrow the nursery opens at 10 until 5. We're going to be here again at, at noon for all of your all of your questions. And uh, we'll have the right answers from Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And I'll just keep my mouth shut. I'll just make a s- <laughs> smart aleck remark here and there, and everything <laughs> everything will be fine. So I want to thank you guys for putting up with me again there you uh, go. for today. It and, was hard. Um, I want to thank Al back. And they didn't the, give us any choice, tell you. Yeah, that. I just show up, and it's like, and I saw Calvin, and he had a smile on his face, and then I walked in, and he went, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's always fun to be with you guys, always fun to be here. Thanks, Al, back at the uh, station for keeping everything going. And, the, and great, the music, Al. The music was great again, Al. Hey, you know what? Stay tuned, because coming up here just after the news. My favorite. George Rodriguez. I listen every weekend. Be listening on the way home. El Conservador coming up here right after we're done and after the news here at the top of the hour. We're back tomorrow, 12 noon, right here 
at Millburgers, 1604 on Valverde Road. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, tomorrow at noon, right here on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.